dir sitzen. Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hawk, our hosts, Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, and Katie Horn, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampus Lair podcast this week. But wait, there's more. Um, this is episode number 347 of the Wampus Lair podcast, The Rise of Skywalker D23. I'm your host, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Ray and Kylo Ren to my Palpatine, we've got Carl Leclerc and Katie Horn. Ooh, look out, I got a double-bladed lightsaber now, and nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, well, look out, I got a calligraphy set. What? Oh, that's yeah. so attractive. <laughs> Maybe I'll go to the dark side. returned from beyond. Oh, Carl, you want to you team up to kill Jason? <laughs> Definitely. I've been sick of him always saying he's the podcast. Let's end him, Katie. <laughs> I am the podcast. Not for long. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because we're teaming up. <laughs> yeah, oh, I should have said not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Oh, so uh, I just, you know, it's really funny when we all got together last night to record, you know, in light of all the great stuff we got from D23 over the weekend with the Mandalorian, um, obviously just the tiny bit of Rise of Skywalker footage, the Clone Wars stuff, the Kenobi announcement. And we were last night, we were like, well, you know, obviously we know the the sizzle reel thing's coming out tomorrow, but, you know, it's a busy week. You know, we'll get to it if we need to. (laughs) This morning, (laughs) wake up, I messaged the two of you, obviously, because I'm on the Eastern Eastern time, so I could, you know, it wasn't an ungodly hour for me to watch it when it dropped. (laughs) Um, And I just send the two of you messages, like, I think we have to talk about this. (laughs) And uh, you both immediately fired back, yup, we're free tonight. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, yep. we immediately responded. It wasn't five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, it was I, – I slept in, folks, today, all right? And I woke up, and my phone has already exploded because oh, everyone is talking about this. And I'm like, oh, I guess it happened, and it was good. Um <laughs> <laughs> Usually, usually when I wake up and yeah, my phone is just completely like a mess. So many messages. I'm I I have to be like, what did Darth Maul do now? What's like, what's the take <laughs> that I you know? Because <laughs> everybody will be all like, what does Poe Dameron think about this? You know, X Maul thing. And so I was all like, uh oh, wait. And then I remembered that I was like, oh yeah, right. The Rise of Skywalker footage. Every everybody's on the double bladed lightsaber. They gotta be right. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> now, uh, so. You know, th- there's so much that you could easily pour over this two minute and eleven second, min- you know, clip of footage. Which, to be fair, half of it is from you know 
the saga before, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's a montage. Uh, right, it's a montage. <laughs> we got we get 30 seconds of Rise of Skywalker footage. Yeah, it, I think it's a tiny bit more than that, but yeah, um it's not even a full minute, I don't think. Oh, no, um, gosh, maybe. but but it it packs a punch. Yes, it packs it a wallop so, through these 30 seconds. Oh. Let's I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are you? I mean, what what was just kind of your general initial thought that first time you watched it? You sat down, you started with those binary suns, and you end with um, double bladed ray. You know, in between that two minute eleven second mark, when you stopped to breathe, you know, what was your what were your initial thoughts before you rewatched it? You know, for a thirty fourth and fiftieth time. Um, yeah, for me, I was just so happy to see everybody again. Mm. <laughs> is that is that cheesy? No. But it's so true, especially since it starts the new footage at least starts with um our, you know, core cast together. You know, Finn, Ray, Poe. They're all together. And hey Chewbacca's here too. Yeah. <laughs> and C three PO. Yeah, exactly. And C three PO. It just felt really, really good to see them all together. I, I don't know. It felt like a big warm hug in some weird way. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that that was definitely something that that struck me too. Is like it was nice to, especially just have them start with that. But then mm-hmm. it just kept going, and I was just like, "Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, exactly. Ooh, what? <laughs> Holy cannoli! You know, that's kind of the reaction I had going through this. Um, you know, in my bleary eyed, I'm sitting on the edge of my bed because my phone is blown up and everyone's messaging me state um before i actually get up you know it's like it it was it was one of those things where i'm like uh i could go see this tomorrow you know (laughs) i could go see this tomorrow you know i will i will go see the rise of skywalker please thank you (laughs) what about you carl uh i you know it's movie trailers today and uh, I know this wasn't a trailer, but it might as well have been in a way. Um, <laughs> like the music they choose to use for these sorts of things, to me, is, is very evocative and very emotive. So, yeah, I, I just – it was such an emotional experience specifically because they chose to include the saga as a whole, kind of tell, recap the whole story, if you will. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean I was just mesmerized. Like you were saying, you know, every shot was just like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, you know, it was like every single thing just just hit you right in the gut. Um, and when I finished it, I was like, like, yeah, I got to watch this a few more times. And I did several hundred. Yeah, oh. um, and, you know, it, we've talked a lot about how much we love the tone poems from Phantom Menace. Right. Mm-hmm. And yes. how beautiful those were and, and how exciting they were to watch back in 1999. This to me is a tone poem. Um, is it tone or tome? <laughs> oh my gosh, Carl. I, I feel like I might have spelled Carl. it wrong online. Um, tone. It's tone or tome? Tone. tone. Like okay. with an the N. Tone. Yeah, that's what I thought. Good. Because yeah. after I typed yes. that out, I was like, shoot, was it supposed to be tome? <laughs> so, nope. Great. Nope. Um, so, <laughs> this is not a book. Great. Yeah. So, but I, I thought it really was kind of like this tone poem that like is an homage to this whole saga, a saga that has, like it says, like defined a generation. And um, it was like a miniature little love letter. And 
here we go. Here comes the ending. And I just, man, I was so blown away with it. And yeah, I just, I really, really, really liked it. And it made me so excited and so happy um, mm. for what's to come. And I I haven't been super excited for Rise of Skywalker. Not like I'm not looking forward to it. But this, again, like even more so than the, the teaser that we got back in April. Like it just really, really got me excited. Um, and I got to say, even the first watch through, I teared up hard when we saw Leia. Um, yeah, boy. You know, My gosh. And she looks yeah. great, too. You know? Yeah. She, yeah, she looks so good. And she looks... Uh, the weird thing for me is that, like, if I look at at that still image, like, real hard, I can see, like, where they're cheating. Like, I can see the the strings almost, you know? Mm. Like, the, the digital composite. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell that she's not really where where we think she is, you know? Mm. She, Carrie Fisher isn't actually standing on this set. And, um, you know, so if I, if I look real hard, I can see that, but I, I also don't care <laughs> and i and i just start getting really emotional because i think about what um what jj abrams said at the uh, at the d23 panel did you guys um you know watch any of that at all no do you know what i'm talking about oh man um i i don't think i watched yeah. him say it but I, I read an article where he was talking about mm-hmm. uh leia and carrie about carrie yeah and he was just talking about how supernatural she was <laughs> you know she was just this incredibly unbelievable person. And then he says that he was reading um, the, which one was, was the, the book that came out the last one that she wrote? Was that princess diarist or yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, in in you know, her acknowledgements and stuff, she said um, to JJ Abrams, thanks for working with me twice. And he read that and he's like, but I only worked with her once, <laughs> you know? And well, that's the thing. He, he's, he read that, after he started working on rise of Skywalker and he has been working with her footage and he does talk about how he feels like he's working with her performance to, you know, to bring something to life. Um, but she wrote that acknowledgement before, you know, before he was signed on to rise of Skywalker before, you know, before she died, before any of this happened. And somehow she knew that she would be working with him again. She knew that, you know, yeah. They would have one more project together, and you could just tell, like how much that meant to J.J. Abrams, like how how affected he was. And so I don't know. I get I get that out of this image of of Leia in this trailer. It's it hit me really hard. Mm, yeah, it's, yeah, and it seems like it seems like everybody on in Lucasfilm, anybody that's working on these movies, has a very deep connection with. Carrie, even though she's not actually here anymore, you know, as they work on this, every time they bring her up, you know, since she's passed, everyone, it, it just, it feel you can feel the sorrow at losing her, but also the the happiness that they got to work with her and that they still are, in a sense, working with her uh, to finish this saga, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Huh, so... I really like what they did with the music in this. Um, if I can just mention that really quick, I love yes. that we open with Yoda's theme, and that's kind of what carries us through much of the kind of OT imagery. And you know, one of my initial thoughts was like, why use Yoda's theme? Right? Like, it's it's an interesting piece to pick. Like, I could understand the Force theme um, mm. or something like that, but 
I love that they use Yoda's theme because there is such a sense of like wonder. Like that's that's why I love that theme so much. It's my favorite piece of Star Wars music because it it really does capture this feeling of like wonder and spirituality and and, and awesomeness. And so to like kind of open with this really wonderful theme, um, it immediately and, and especially with the image of the binary suns, it immediately just like took me back to that feeling of wonderment at Star Wars and. You know, the music is very hopeful and wonderful as we're watching the OT. And then it kind of dips. It kind of goes into this minor key as we get to the prequel recap, which, again, like I just think musically it's telling us this is this is where everything went bad. Right. Um, I don't mean the movies are bad. I love the prequels. I mean, like, right. The prequels are the story of how how everything fell apart. So I love that even the music kind of dips down. And then it kind of comes back up as we get the Force Awakens footage and Last Jedi footage of like. All right, but and and as Luke is saying, you know, but this is your fight. It kind of picks back up into that hopeful, you know, tonality that we got at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, these new heroes are our hope for the future of withstanding this new power of darkness. Um, so I just, I again, maybe I'm mishearing things, but that's what I hear musically, and that's really all that we have carrying us. I mean, there's only two lines in the entire trailer, um, and we get a line right. from Luke, and we get a line from presumably Palpatine. Um, mm-hmm. doesn't really sound like yeah. Alpine to me, but I mean, I know it is him, but it doesn't sound like him. <laughs> um, so well. maybe Ian McDermott had a cough that day or something. I don't know. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds weird. Um, but then again, I remember with the last Jedi, um, first teaser we got when it's at the end and Luke says, you know, it's time for the Jedi to end. I know a lot of people were initially like, wait, was that Luke? Cause it didn't exactly sound like him. Um, yeah, but it's Palpatine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, and let's face it; it's been over thirty years since he's, you know, we've heard him say anything. Yeah. So, mm. <laughs> could be different. Could could have yeah. laryngitis or something, right? You know, which he did the day they recorded uh, the scene about Plagueis, the opera. Yes, Gabriel yeah. <laughs> yeah. actually had laryngitis that yes. day. Oh my gosh, that's incredible! Yeah. Um, so you know, what are just. You know, what are a couple of the things that really hit you in, in this footage? And, and obviously, you know, I mean, the part of me almost wants to, like, take an episode at one point just to talk about what they chose to use from the saga up until this point. Like, <sighs> right. With that? Like, th- that in and of itself could be an episode. But obviously, we're going to focus in on the, the Rise of Skywalker footage we got. Um, yeah. But, you know, what what is something initially, Katie, that really struck you? What was something that really, you know, just grabbed your attention? Oh, well, we already talked about Leia. <laughs> uh oh. So yeah, I'm gonna. I'll just be real easy and go right for Ray and Kylo fighting it out on what we can presume is the remains of the Death Star. That's incredible. That's the shot. I mean, that's why mm. it's on the poster. That's why they almost closed this trailer with that shot. It's it's incredible, you guys. Talk yeah. to me about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Talk to you about. Oh. It. <laughs> yeah, talk to me. About it. I just have a lot of. I, I just. I. I wish they were on Camino. Um, <laughs> maybe we. But I don't think it makes any sense. So the Death Star remains on Camino. Um, <laughs> oh my god! So no. um, uh, all the all the stars, you know, all the gravity is pulling all the stars to this place. <laughs> <laughs> there should be something here, but there isn't. <laughs> Oh, Lost your planet, Master Obi Wan has. <laughs> How embarrassing! How embarrassing! Oh, uh, but no, I yeah. I love that shot, and it's it's a neat 
it's a new kind of set piece. You know, I mean, since Attack of the Clones, we haven't really had any sort of like water uh, combat or anything. And this, this isn't necessarily a water combat. This is almost like, you know, uh, on a ship, you know, yeah. kind of feel to it. Um, and and it looks really cool. And I like I just like the fact that we're getting something, you know, new and different in this, uh, especially since, you know, we're going to another desert planet again um, as well. You know, it, it's nice to see that there's there's new stuff, new locales, but the fact that it's just the two of them fighting right now on the wreckage of, it, presumably on the wreckage of the Death Star, which is what it looks like. You know, there's a, there's a turret, right. you know, a, a rusted turret in the left side of the screen, you know, that looks like it's from the Death Star. Um you know, it, it's a very striking and, and a very intriguing shot, and it looks like it's probably the beginning of the matchup of the match, or or at least there's been a lull because you know he's sort of walking up, you know, kind of imposing, and then she does the flourish, and they get ready to cro- cross blades. I don't know; it could just be a, a lull in the fight, but you know, it looks it looks cool, and uh, I I like. I like the imagery that we're getting for it. Mm. I want to know why he's not wearing his mask. Mm. Like, why was he wearing the mask on the poster, but not in this fight? Like, does he, does it break, you know, like during this fight or does it just, it breaks somewhere else during the movie and like the poster is just lying to us. He never wears (laughs) the mask at this point. You know, I, I want to know, I need an answer. Uh, Yeah. I bet you, I bet you he's mm-hmm. already gotten rid of the mask by this point of the film. Like again, I think we're going to see him wear it early on and then ditch it for whatever reason. Um, okay. Whether it gets broken or, or maybe whatever, maybe just, she broke it in the fight earlier. Sure. You know, yeah, right. Um, who yeah. knows? Like, do they duel when they're on that desert planet? Right? Like, we don't know. So yeah, and we, he doesn't clearly like. Obviously, we have that still shot of him flying his ship, and he doesn't have the mask on in that either. Um, mm-hmm. So. At what point does he lose it? We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think it's, I just think it's really cool that it's this massive body of water that they're fighting in the midst of, too. I, it's just it's really neat, um, you know, and a nice counterbalance to the Obi-Wan Anakin duel on Mustafar. Yeah. With right? the lava. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. You know. It's, uh, you know, my, my buddy Greg texted me this morning. He was like, he's like, ah, oh, you know, I, I love the way that this is countering the Mustafar stuff so well. And, and it, mm-hmm. it really does so beautifully. Like Mustafar is the fight on hell. And mm-hmm. this is why well, I, I don't know if it's heaven. It's not heaven. But, <laughs> you know, um, but it's just like you said, Jason, I just I, I love that it is just something new and different. Um, and I don't know, but like water is such a symbol for rebirth cleansing right Mm -hmm. like the underworld honestly you know you you talk about hell but i see water you know it's often used as as yeah the underworld yeah you know you descend into the water that's why you know the um the dark side cave on octo was you know under the water it was under Mm. the island you know you descend into the the psyche you descend into the dark places you don't want to look you know that's that's what I'm seeing when I'm looking at, at all this water here and contrasting it to, you know, to the, the idea of Mustafar with all the fire, you know, all the hell, yeah, all that, you know what I mean? We're, we're coming back to that place, but we're dealing with it in a different way, a much different way. We're, we're in the same place, but we're looking at it 
a different way, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, well, like this is this is going to be me stretching a bit. Um, sure. Yeah. But right, like yeah, if, make if, make make sure you've warmed up first, Carl. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. <laughs> um, if this, <laughs> God. Sorry. Um, no, I loved it. So, if if you think about it, right, like Anakin is the main character of the prequels. So right. Mustafar is an embo- kind of this physical embodiment of his intern internality. Um, that's not a word. Yeah, his inner but, like, struggle. His, his yeah. inner struggle, right? Like it's it's fiery and hot and aggressive, and mm-hmm. and vengeful and hateful. Well, Ray is clearly the main character and hero of our new story. So it could it be that this oceanic presence is somewhat symbolic of her and she is this just this force that's going to wash out what is bad wash out what is unclean um you know i don't know this is just me speculating um but can this be somewhat indicative of something about her character you know as opposed to anakin's so um, I, think works, I think that works very well for for Anakin <laughs> to say that. Maybe I'm, yeah. I'm obviously stretching with Ray because we don't know exactly. Yeah, well, we st- yeah, we still don't know. There's still a lot about Ray that we need to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, given how this trailer ends, obviously. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, right. What's something still for you? working on, Ray? <laughs> yes. Uh, what's something for you, Jason? Um, it's that first stuff from the the new footage mm. um what not it, not 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 them stepping up you know and get the, the shot of uh, you know coming zooming in on them but the reverse shot where they're coming up and looking over this this city this celebration this festival or whatever is going on i don't know that i i really like that shot seeing them all come up over this desert and and seeing all these indigenous people celebrating and things like that, it, it, it reminds me, you know, at the end of Return of the Jedi with the Ewoks and then the the shots that we get of the the galaxy celebrating at large, and you know, obviously we don't know if this is you know uh, beginning, middle, or end of the movie. We have no idea where this is at, but I really like this shot for some reason. It, it's it's you, you know evocative of things that we've seen but it's very different and really cool and i don't know with something that's having as such high stakes as we're going to get in the rise of skywalker i like the fact that we're still taking time to take a look at new cultures and new places and and really continue to expand the world that we're getting here uh, in Star Wars with this and and the fact that our our heroes are able to witness something beautiful and amazing like this together in the midst of the storm of this war that they're fighting um, is kind of a nice respite. Mm. So I yeah. I really like that shot and and it's it's something that I'm really interested and curious to see how much of it we get and and where it's placed in the story. So yeah. No, you're no, you're you're absolutely right. It's it is really beautiful and it, it's a very compelling shot. And and I'm gonna let you finish, but Carl, Carl, come here. Come, yeah, come here, Carl. Let's go let's go stand in the corner. I don't come here, just Carl. Does Jason have a twin brother? I don't I don't think that's Jason. Because the real Jason would be screaming about C three PO with red eyes. Like I don't <laughs> 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 don't let him overhear you. Don't, sh- Carl. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know what to think about that. I, I, the three people with red eyes. That I don't know what to think about that. He's in some sort of workshop. I can only assume he's plugged into something, and I. It, it's slightly disturbing, and I'm really. I don't know. I'm a little uncomfortable with it. Mm. I honestly, it's just because I don't know what's going on. And I'm just like, three mm. PO has been our whining, you know, <laughs> you know, counterpart who just bumbles his way through. And I'm just like, are we going to like completely transform C three PO into some, you know, machine of death? Oh man. Oh no. Because I think that would be, unbearable <laughs> um i don't know i don't oh it's just so i don't know mm. i just don't know your boy? <laughs> i i'm i'm <laughs> oh i'm more nervous about the fact that i can't find r2 in any of this footage well, oh no so here's, that's so true here's what i want to yeah. say to that since you brought that up because this is this is my speculation for maybe something that happens in rise of skywalker did you did you see how they did those interviews with most of the cast and asked them to describe the movie in three words? Yeah. Um, and a lot of them chose the word emotional. Oh, no. I think R2 is going to die in this movie. Oh. I really think. Um, I'm okay oh. with it. Cause like, and I'm not trying to say that because like, I hate R2. Like, he's, he's a staple of Star Wars. But here's why I think it'd be really important that R2 um, literally kicks the bucket. Um First off, like, um, look how like look how our hearts broke when K two S O died in Rogue One. Look how our hearts broke as Lando held L three dying in his arms. These are characters that we've known for one movie. What would break your heart more than R two going down? Um, I'm not saying it's going to happen or necessarily that I want it to happen, but here's why I think it might happen. One, I, I also think Leia is going to die in the movie. By the way, I want to be clear like i did not read any spoilers so like, this is not I, I don't want anybody to think because like i know i am a spoiler hunter but this is not like indicative <laughs> of anything i've read or sought out this is these are literally just my superstitious question or you know hunches sure um you know i think leia would have definitely survived the movie had carrie survived in real life which is horrible to say um but since you know she's not like I see R2 and her going down on some sort of ship together, right? Like on a battle cruiser or something like going out the way that they've always lived for others. Right. Um, And I think that's why we might see a profound transformation of 3PO in the film. Um, I think 3PO is going to be an integral part of the story because you don't have R2 who is the record keeper. Now we need 3PO in a way that we didn't before. And just think how that's going to affect 3PO if R2's gone, Uh, like forever, you know? uh, I feel like the fact that we are going to have a very different 3PO could be very much because of the loss of R2. Now, again, Jason, I see your heart breaking from here. And and Mm -hmm, I'm not mm -hmm. saying I want this or, again, that it will happen. But I could see that why 3PO has such a profound transformation, right? We've... We've seen those supposed images of him holding a bowcaster. And, you know, I could see like the whole red eyes thing. I mean, if you look at that shot, like I'm I have it uh, uh, as a still shot right now. It also looks like behind him. It looks like there is something in him, right? Like he's being reprogrammed or something. Something's going on here to 3PO. Um, Yeah. Whether they're, you know, putting his old memories back. 
Um, like, let's not forget that scene. You know, Captain Antilles take care of them. Have the protodroids right. mind wiped. <laughs> what? Right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I've seen some people speculating like, oh, maybe this is Kylo. Re-, you know, Kylo's got a hold of him and he's Ooh. playing around with him. Um, but I don't know. There, there's something about the way like we're in like a junk shop. It looks like, too. I don't know. It just. Yeah. It makes me think that it's the heroes doing something and they're reactivating something within 3PO. And. You know, I just, yeah, I, so that's what I think. I think 3PO is going to be a profoundly different character in this film because of something traumatic that might happen towards the start, which to me would be the loss of R2. So again, these are, these are my guesses. So what are you thinking, Katie? Carl? Yeah. Carl, R2 can die if the Millennium Falcon explodes. That's the deal. Ooh, that's fair. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's fair. Hey, I am okay, okay. with it. I mean, Lando's probably going to steal it, so, like, um... I'm just like, you broke Jason's heart, so I was like, now I need to break Carl's heart. (laughs) Just to, you know, balance the force. Uh, uh, I mean, I I mean, I think, ugh. I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't mind. I'm and, and trying not to, say, to go but. down that path, Carl. I'm trying not to go down that path, sure. but the path is definitely open. Right. No, yeah. We haven't R2 seen him in really anything, right? It, it, yeah, yeah, that does make me a little worried for R2, the fact that we have not seen him. I'm like, have you seen, have you seen my boy? Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? Yeah. Where's R2? Friend? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, but but it would be so R2 to go down in a place of glory yeah. to Defending everybody. I mean, you know, it, that's R two. Like, it, yeah, it's like it, a new hope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, he just he just comes toddling out during the you know during the medal ceremony at the end, and he's just all like, "Oh, you saw it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm a droid. I get repaired. You know, it, yeah. If he gets blown up like at the beginning of the movie, and then somebody goes back and finds him and puts him back together by the end, I will be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I don't know. It's I. The yeah. thought that R2 does not survive this movie has come to mind a few times, and, and I'm very concerned about it. Um, but I'm trying to not go down that path until I see something you know, actually terrible on the horizon. So Yeah, yeah I feel that. I feel that. I'm very worried for, honestly, everybody... <laughs> You know, I keep thinking, oh, no, what if Kylo dies? What if Poe dies? Like, I can't handle it. I just, I'm just not going to think about that. Put it away. Sure. Just put it away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to find out. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see a kind of new version of 3PO. I mean, that's that's been a consistent um problem for me with the sequels in general is that 3PO and R2 just aren't really there. I mean, we get a little bit of 3PO in Last Jedi. Like I think Ryan did a much better job than JJ did using him. Um so I'm just excited that we're going to get him as an integral part of the story again presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm like I'm not a huge R2 3PO fan, but they are staples of Star Wars, like the forces, you know. Um, so yeah. for there to be for them to be so profoundly absent, it, I have felt it personally. Um, so yeah. I'm just excited to have him back. And and if R2's not gonna, if R2's just gonna be sidelined again, I feel like that honestly is more of a detriment to his character than him like dying in a blaze of glory. Like I really it is. do. It is. You know, like because it's like what does he do in Last Jedi? Ooh, he helps. So, he sort of helps them find the survivors of the resistance. That's really it. And and, uh, well, and he, he does use he does bring Luke the message. Yeah. That's fair. That is important. Yeah. Yeah. Um but but that's it. Like R2 like does so much more in every film. So um 
So, yeah, I'd rather see him go out in a blaze of glory than just being sidelined in another movie, though. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay with that too, but it's just, it's one of those things where either one of those is like, you know, making me chew off my fingernails and it's not, (laughs) it's not a pleasant feeling. Yeah. Imagine not. (laughs) And, and I don't know, 3PO getting so radically changed to become murder robot number five, um, (laughs) is, I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, I'm no. not. I'm not. I'm not really on that train because I'm for etiquette and protocol. You know, and not destruction. Yeah, I'm programmed for etiquette and protocol, not destruction. I mean, right? He, exactly. You know, he's complaining the whole time in Attack of the Clones when he's on the battle droid body. You know, I'm just saying there's at least one planet where C3PO is a recognized deity. So yep. I <laughs> can also yeah, where he used his magic. A, yeah, yeah. Right. he did use his magic. That's he right. grew angry and used his magic. Okay, <laughs> I never knew I had it in me. Um, exactly. Oh, no. so I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm I, as someone who is such a big fan of the droids. I'm a little pressed, concerned because <laughs> I'm not sure I like what's happening. You know, uh, you know. Obviously, I'll wait and see what 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 actually happens. But I, you know, I'm I'm not gonna. You know, jump off the deep end before I have all the information. But like the idea of three PO turning into C three PX is <laughs> not one I'm in favor of. I'll put it out. I'll put that out there. This so. is just more fuel to my pyre that Darth Maul is going to be in this movie. You guys, we got CP three X. We got double bladed red lightsaber. Darth Maul. It's all coming up, Maul. I'm telling you <laughs> what I've been saying. <laughs> oh. I mean, Healy's in. Healy's back out. <laughs> <laughs> it all begins and ends with the man in the horns. Yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, but Jason, I'm sorry. I completely derailed your train of thought with the with that opening shot. I also really like um, Carl. You looked it up. What planet is this? Yeah. Well, I'm. I was going to bring this up too because this is my favorite shot of perfect. Of the, yeah. Of the footage but this as well. planet. It's Pisana is the name of the planet. Pisana. And then the, the natives that are partying it up are the Aki Aki. I love it. Yeah. Like it, it looks fun. It looks cool. I I'm over desert planets. Tbh. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm over it. Or at least I thought I was because I would come here. I'd yeah, I'd visit this place. I I really I like that. There's kites. Have we seen Star Wars kites before? Right? Tbh. Oh my yeah. gosh! No, we um, we've seen maybe gliders. I'm trying to, trying to think. We saw, we saw them gliders. in the celebrations. We Ooh. might have seen kites. Yeah. All I know we saw ribbons, ribbons and streamers mm-hmm. on Naboo. On Naboo, yeah. yeah. I don't know if don't we've know actually kites. seen kites. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> um, I'm I love it. And if they start selling these kites at Galaxy's Edge and they cost three hundred dollars, I don't care. I'll buy one. Like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So yeah, um, can, can I say a few things about this little? I mean, <laughs> two second yeah. shot. You're um, not allowed, Carl. All right. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm the podcast. You're not allowed. That's right. Katie and I are. <laughs> gonna, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Katie Please and I are going to end you. Um, and then his twin brother takes his place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who like, yeah, doesn't care about droids. <laughs> um, Slaughter no, them all. I I just I love this shot so much. Both the one of them looking at them, as well as I. I but like you, Jason, I actually prefer the one from behind. 
Um, but when we do get the shot looking at them, it is very clear that the Falcon is off in the background on the right. So the Falcon at least survives some element of the film. Um, but to see them coming up over the rise, first off, I just I just love panoramic shots because panora- like these big panorama shots to me just scream Star Wars. Like that's like mm. that's such a Star Wars shot. Um, and uh, but you know, I mean, I, I said this on Twitter this morning, but I, you know, one of my favorite themes in all of Star Wars is the one of found family. And to me, mm-hmm. you know, Poe and Ray and Finn and Chewie and now even three PO, this is the new family. This is the found family. Um, and the fact that they're now finding like this tribal people and and in like just culturally speaking, tribes are all about belonging, right? Like Jason, you referenced the fact that it's kind of similar to finding the Ewoks, right? And um, how important it is to be part of the tribe, and you know, tribes kind of de- define themselves through the sense of belonging. So I just think it's really neat that you have this found family finding something else that's all about belonging. You know, it's just it's it's just all this belonging thrown together that I love. Um, and I love the look of the Aki Aki, you know, as they're partying it up there and they have like the sand thing shooting up in the air, like fireworks Uh, Um, and, and how colorful it is. It's just beautifully colorful, you know, to be like you, like you, Katie, I mean, I've definitely had enough desert planets to to last (laughs) me a lifetime. Um, (laughs) but in a way it, the reason it works so well is because of the colorfulness of their outfits. It makes mm-hmm. it pop even more because it's such a drab place. Um, yeah. And the other thing I was thinking about, again, like Star Wars, always Star Wars has been written with the with an eye towards like human anthropology. And, you know, human civilization literally grew up out of the Middle East. It grew up out of deserts. And that's mm-hmm. where civilization came from. So, again, to me, like just thematically, like what that... What that kind of just subconsciously pulls on, and it, to me, like every human being, is humanity started in a desert in a way. It started in this Middle Eastern region. So in a way, it's like our, our heroes are going back to the beginning. They're going back to where life started. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, so it's, I don't know, it's like to me, it's really beautiful. Like you've got, you know, this this huge evil threat threatening the, you know, the goodness of the galaxy again so our heroes go back to you know where life always began in a way right there's something so beautiful about these these tribal people that i assume they're gonna in some way have a profound impact on our characters so i'm really yeah. excited about it i just i love that shot so much it's so beautiful so um and I love I love kites. There, I was at the beach literally two weekends ago, and someone was flying a kite, and I was like, "Who the hell flies kites anymore? This is amazing." <laughs> I was mesmerized. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I love that shot so much. I, I hope C three PO goes to the party, and he feels super awkward the whole time. I hope he's like, "Oh, bye." <laughs> oh my gosh! What if I? You know, there's a yeah. part of me that's like, oh, what if they go in and 3PO retells the story again? Like, the th- you know, the, the Endor forest, uh, you know, little bedtime story. And oh. I, was yeah. like, I was like, there's obviously a part of me that would love that. But it's also like, that's so like, that's just another rehash, right? Like, do we need that again? And, you know, part of me is like, definitely we don't. But then there's a part of me that's like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not going to be mad at it. <laughs> so if 3PO chooses to tell the Aki Aki the story of the Resistance. So... Yeah. You guys think is this where we meet Jenna? I thought so, but she's not an Aki Aki. 
Like that's okay. The, like yeah. that's an alien species. She's clearly not that. And we also see her on what looks, what appears to be like, you know, like oh, a like grassland. A grass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, my, Man, we're going places in this movie, aren't we? Yeah. We're going to a grass oh, kind of planet and a well, water think, planet and uh, a snow planet, jungle planet. Yeah. Right. I, I I think the the water with the Death Star is probably the same as the Grasslands planet. I think it's oh, just a big right. lake Could or an be, ocean yeah. or something. Could be. Because in right. the previous trailer, they're, they're standing on a grassy hill overlooking yeah. it. Right. Yeah, so, you're right. You're right. Yep. But, well, yeah. like, that's still like three planets. Yeah. 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 It's at least three, probably mm-hmm. more, because I think um, there's the, the new rogue or bounty hunter kind of right. character on that we still haven't planet. seen in the, any trailers Soaring. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Zor- yeah. Who I think they meet somewhere else, even too, mm-hmm. if I recall correctly from what I've read or heard. I, think I don't know. I think we're also I, going to Batu in this movie, straight up, which is the Galaxy's Edge planet. Yeah. I think we also are going to Batu. I don't know that for sure. That's just what I thought. I don't know. I hope not. Fair. <laughs> I don't need a Disney theme park not in a Star Wars movie. But um... was there uh, was there anything else about this trailer that really stuck out to you guys, or should we just freak out about the last two seconds? I don't know what a uh, g- give me. Give me just a quick second. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, about- I, have, I have one more thought, and 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 honestly, like the probably because everybody was talking about those last two seconds for mm-hmm. you know before we even got to see it. I don't know. I I wasn't that taken with it to be completely honest. It was like okay, cool. Okay. Like I like All the right. outfit. Uh, valid. Sure, You're you valid, sure. Carl. Yeah. I don't, it's just like it's cool. Like I I do hope we see her fight with a double blade lightsaber. I'm, it made me even more dead set that it's a vision because it literally looks just like the background of the cave in Dagobah. Um, but, uh, uh, the thing I wanted to mention though, is I love that shot of Finn and Janna aboard, um, like a rebel or resistance fighter. Um, and, uh, I know some people thought it might've been the Falcon that they're on, but I'm like 99.9% sure it's not the Falcon for two reasons. One, the pilot is holding the type of, uh, piloting sticks he's holding are not the Falcons. And if you look at the, uh, side of the cockpit and I've studied the cockpit at, Agnosium, it's not the Falcon's cockpit. Um, I think it's a B Wing. I think it might be a B Wing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, snap. Yeah. A B Wing. Yeah, snap. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'd be here for that. Um, but I love that shot because it is immediately preceded by those amazing fleet shots of, you know, the Resistance fleet coming in at dawn or something. But then we go to the. With the Falcon. The, yeah. Falcon's there. That's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then we get this. But wherever they are, they're in. I, I love that they brought the lightning in um, for this massive yeah. Imperial fleet. Um, by the way, those are definitely Imperial star, star destroyers. Those are not first order star destroyers. Um, mm. So again, like my yeah. thought is like this, this is Palpatine's contingency plan. They're back from the unknown regions and Oh shoot. Yeah. Here they are. And what I love about that shot though, of Finn and, and Jana is first off, they're just both gorgeous human beings that I could look at all day. <laughs> Um, Same. Oh my gosh! Just the, let me yeah. be in the middle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the thing I love is it's. I mean, it's mostly about Finn, but it just it reminds me a lot of that shot when Finn and and Ray are on the in the Falcon cockpit as Han's about to swallow them up, and and Finn's like, you know, it's the First Order, like, and he's terrified. Yeah, yeah. And he, again, like so much so much of his character is defined by fear in Force Awakens. But I love this look on his face here, which is one of just determination. And resilience. He's not afraid. I think he sees this and he's like, oh, shoot. But it's like determination. Like, he's not a coward anymore. And I love that. 
Um, I could be completely wrong. Maybe that very next line is he's like, we got to get out of here. Let's go. But I feel yeah. like he's less like Akbar and more like Radis. And he'll be like, it's time to press the attack. <laughs> you know? Right. So, yes. Um, but yeah. he'll, he'll say it's a he'll say it's a trap, y'all. Now, let's. You know, I don't know. I'm going to stop trying to make up plans for. <laughs> well, and the and the only yeah. other thing that I I, I kind of want to mention about that shot, which again is all of a few seconds long, the fact that Jana is there with him, a clearly on a resistance fighter of some kind. Mm-hmm. To me, it shows the impact Rose had on Finn too in Last Jedi, right? The the greatest gift Finn got in that movie was from Rose, who taught him why the resistance matters why it's important to be part of this cause beyond just his own selfish interests or his selfish desire for Ray, um, whatever that may mean. And I feel like his conviction and his commitment to the resistance is now he's the recruit. He's the one out there bringing in Jana. I, I don't get, this is literally pure speculation because we know nothing about Jana other than she can ride a good space horse and <laughs> look damn beautiful. That's like yes. all we know about her. But I just like in my thoughts, it's like I bet you she's like reluctant to want to help the resistance. But Finn's the one who's able to usher her in and bring her on board because Rose taught him how to do that. Um, So I really like that. Again, this is such a heavy read into like a two second thing that I know nothing (laughs) about. But that's what we do. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. No, I I was going to bring up the the fleet shots. Um, I I love I love Rebel Starfighters. They're, you know, aside from the Naboo starfighter, they're some of my favorite starfighters, um, period, in Star Wars. Um, I love Rebel starfighters. So seeing them come out of this, this, you know, cloudy, you know, area, wherever they are, and then just immediately going to these rows upon rows of Imperial Star Destroyers that look like they're shut down. Ooh. I don't think they're active. Good point. I mean, really? there's maybe just a little bit of light in some of the bridges, or there's a little bit of light in some of the bridges, but most, I don't see engine glow or anything like that. You know, I, I think they're mostly inactive. And this is reminding me of some of the stuff in Legends. Didn't didn't Palpatine have a fleet hidden away? I forget, or, or, or Thrawn maybe? I forget, I think somebody had a fleet hidden away at some point, and I forget. Just space? So, Pal- like, Palpatine did. Yeah. It was... Okay. Or no, no, no. It was like an old fleet before the time of the Empire that was like lost. The and Al- I forget. Somebody like found Al-Bomb it and I forget which, which story. It, what? I think it was like a dreadnought thing, right? There were a bunch of Yeah, it was like a dreadnought yeah. fleet. Yeah, a fleet of dreadnoughts that they ended up finding. Um, yeah, the rebels ended up finding it yeah. um, after, after Endor. Yeah. I don't remember the specific story. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember something like that. So, But it's kind of reminding me a little bit of that. And it's, you know, looking like it, who knows... You know, with all this this space, you know, muckety muck around it, maybe it's in the maw somewhere. You know, mm. uh, you know, I don't know, but it, it's just one of those things, and it, it, it just it's a very interesting visual, and yeah. it's threatening, threatening yeah. as hell. But like, also, it's intriguing because I don't think they're all that active at this point. That's a really good point, Jason. Like, I never thought of that. Like, you know, it's hard to tell, even the one. Where you're looking down on them, yeah, there's nothing that immediately says that these are turned on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a great point. Because um, my initial thought when I saw that, was, first I was like, it's just so cool. But then it's like, crap, how are they going to take this down? Like, that's a massive fleet. 
Um, yeah. And this is also like I've, this is the joy of what CGI can now give us, right? Like probably, George probably wanted this many ships in Return of the Jedi, but was limited. Um, right. So right. Man, that's I, I love that point though, Jason. That it, maybe this is this could be a MacGuffin in a way too, right? Like they're racing to get control of this fleet. Who knows? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it's possible. Well, you know the light. For me, because there's like all this lightning and stuff, I think this is like a huge space battle happening while Kylo and Rey are down on the remains of the Death Star fighting. Mm. You know, like this is whatever Rey and Kylo are fighting after, you know, everybody wants, you know. And so there's just all these, you know, the the lightning is going off, you know, in the atmosphere overhead. And, you know, and then there's this, like, storm going on with, with Grey and Kylo, just the lightning being evocative of the Emperor. You know, I, it, that, that's just what it makes me think of. Mm. Yeah. The, I love that. The awesome thing about that's this a, trailer is that there, yeah. there's all sorts yeah. of ways that we could take it. You know? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Just the, the lightning just made me think Palpatine, uh, which made me think sure. end of the movie. So I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I like, yeah. that, I like that point, though, Katie, that it's, like, that this massive space battle is... The, the mm. macro of this micro encounter between Ray and and Kylo, you know, yeah, because it's got to yeah. return to the Jedi exactly. it up, right? Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely, right. definitely. Yeah. Um, but but Katie, we really should talk about this last two seconds for just a minute at least. I mean, we oh, would be gosh. remiss <laughs> yeah. as the Wampus Lair if we did not. I, talk about it. I'm, I'm she beast of vindication. <laughs> so it's, it's me. Oh my goodness gracious. Like I we okay. I knew it was going to be beautiful. I didn't know it was going to be this beautiful. <laughs> like everybody described it and and yet somehow this wasn't at all what I was picturing when they were like, "Oh, and then she snaps her two double-bladed lightsaber together." I wasn't like, "Oh, she flips it open like a Swiss army knife." <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, that's incredible. Uh, I I just I need the story of what's going on here and I need it right now like context please give me context of what's happening and and also yeah the lightsaber just blows my mind of how it's like it, it I'm holding it and then I just snap it back into play why did you break it apart in the first place like why is she holding it in that weird way why did she ignite it in that weird way like it's a Kit Kat bar or something and then like <laughs> hey, Kylo you want me to break you off a piece just kidding let's fight like I don't know <laughs> it's storage it's easier storage I mean that's easier what Pong storage. Krell the Pong Krell's lightsabers did why would she ignite it though why it's like I don't I don't know it's so weird it's such a it's such a weird shot but I love it I I don't know I think the only reason she ignited it like this is because she didn't want to be just like Darth Maul. She's like, I can't completely steal his <laughs> shtick. <laughs> I have to do it in my own way. Yeah. I'm well, nothing the- like my father. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that's weird about the lightsaber that I'd noticed is that the blades look almost more like Kylo's blades than mm-hmm. any other lightsaber blades I've seen. You know, not quite. Not quite as angry, but yeah. They're not far off. Well, um, kind of, she wasn't able to bleed them properly, and that's what—that's what happened to Kylo's. You know, he wasn't able to bleed it properly, and that's why his his lightsaber isn't technically red; it's fiery orange. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then that's why it's all crackly and and you know uh, unbalanced. It's because he didn't bleed it properly, and so 
that's what happened with Ray. Ray's not truly dark side. She has attempted something here, and like Kylo, she failed. You know, I think like Kylo, she still feels the pull to the light. And of course, you know, some people are going to say, "Oh, it's just a vision." But I'm like, a vision would just be pure dark side. It would have a red lightsaber. It would be like, I, I don't know. I think a vision would be worse than this. She looks too determined to me to be oh, like. I don't know. Not I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if this is Kylo's vision. Oh, okay. okay. Of like his future wife. Of, <laughs> of like you know, someone sent to take him down. Like he's failed. He's failed, and so his reckoning is coming, and it is her. You know, Ooh. honestly. I'm not so sure this is a vision that Ray is seeing of, of a potential uh, of what she could become. I'm almost thinking this is a a vision from Kylo's perspective where he is seeing, you know, a, a possible reckoning um, or, 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 you know, his his mistakes are now coming to catch up to him. Um, I actually showed the this video to my coworker today at work. And she was like, so wait, is she a clone? <laughs> That's so perfect. And, and I was like, well, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe. So what if we have clone Ray? Oh, my you gosh. Know, dark side clone Ray. I don't know. I mean, oh we're, we're you know, we, we bring it's attack of the clones all over again. I, uh, I would buy that if I believed that J.J. Abrams has seen a prequel. I don't <laughs> believe he's seen <laughs> But <laughs> he saw Phantom Menace and like judged it really harshly, like all the annoying yeah. like people, and was like, I don't need to see the rest of them. He does have clones get shouted out in Force Awakens. Exactly. Yeah. So, so maybe JJ Abrams is all like, okay, you gotta mention clones in the first one so that nobody's surprised when we bring back, you know, clones again in the third one. Right, you know, I don't know. I mean, it was a thought that I had not considered before. I'm not sure I buy it, but it's a thought out there. Ooh. You know, you should show her that snap scene from The Last Jedi. Like, she has so many clones. <laughs> oh yeah, that wasn't a vision. That was a truth. She just found a clone well. Uh, right, right. Octo. That's what it was. Yeah, uh, I like that notion though that it could be a uh, a vision that Kylo's having. Um, that she, yeah. you know, yeah, that maybe Palpatine gives to him, like, you're failing. Ooh. She's going to she's gonna end you. You're failing. You better take care of this. Oh, yeah. no. Um, I, would, I would think, though, that if Kylo was having a vision of Rey killing him, she would be doing it as an agent of the light side, like, judging him. Like, you are wicked and I am pure, you know, this amazing angelic creature who's going to cut you down, you foul thing. You know, but remember, so. he still is sure. conflicted. He still is sure. feeling the pull of the light. And so mm-hmm. what if he's like, well, I'm not, you know, dark enough. What if? Oh, she's she has the potential. Yeah. yeah, she has the potential to be the darkness that I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, she could be as strong as Darth Vader. <gasps> right. Oh, yeah. That's his big fear, right? right? Is that he'll never be as strong as Darth Vader, but she could. And look, right. and that's why you hear Vader breathing right before you see her. <gasps> you know, I'm shooketh, <laughs> shooketh, shooketh. We are all shooketh here today, folks. Um, you guys are so smart. This is why I talk to you. 
Oh, that that could be good. Cause yeah, right. Like, I, you know, I just it's J.J. Abrams who loves secrets, loves holding things. He's not going to show yeah. you something like this that's blatantly like, "Yep, raise a dark like a dark side user by the end of the movie." Like, no, he's not no, going to give you that months before the movie. No, um, you know, so there's something more to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean, come on, everybody. Let, 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 let's remember, this is Star Wars. We're not going to end the final movie of this saga with our main protagonist turning to the dark side and walking off into the sunset. That's <laughs> not how this is going to end. Right. Um I'm, there will probably be heartbreak and tragedy somewhere along the line, but Poor we're not R2. going to have. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Poor Falcon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, four, the Falcon. Oh. They go down together. Yeah. Right. But we're not going to have Ray as the ascendant dark side um, at the end of this movie. That's yeah. not going to happen. Very unlikely, anyway, right? You know, <laughs> um, I get yeah. like a 0.1% chance. Because um, not, I, I never say never. Great song by the Fray, um, but so <laughs> I'm such a loser. Um, but uh, that's why um, we keep you around. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, uh, I'm with you though. I get this. This will have, I think, a bittersweet happy ending. Right? Like it's not going to be Return of the Jedi's happy ending where everything was just like super okay. Like there will be consequences. I think there's going to be a there. There'll be a different level of loss. I think we'll feel at the end of this. Um, what do you think? There was, there was loss at the end of Phantom Menace, but yeah. they still had a big party. <laughs> you know? right. Like we lost Qui Gon Jinn, we mourned him, mm-hmm. and then we had a big party. Yeah. So I think that's that's kind of what we're going to be going for. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, there's other things in here that I could nitpick and take apart, but you know, I don't know if we want to do that tonight. Um nah, that's that, a good talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything yeah. else that Carl, I can't hear you. No. You can't hear oh, me. Yeah. Now I can hear you. I wasn't talking. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I have nothing to say to you. That'll just mm. <laughs> um, so do you guys you think we'll get probably like a, a full one more full final trailer probably sometime early fall you think what do you what do you what are your thoughts on that um October. Right, yeah I, I could see them making us wait till November but yeah. I'm gonna be optimistic and say October sure yeah yeah I, I well we'll we'll get another one they'll they'll do another Monday night football hmm. trailer yeah um but um or something to that effect, but yeah, th- th- this is uh, from what I understand. Uh, this be- is sort of in lieu of a full new trailer uh, because they delayed the release of that. And that's what somebody told me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they delayed the release of the the full new trailer, so this is sort of like some extra stuff to keep us hanging on until then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I. I- I mean, I'm just starving for more footage at this point, so <laughs> I'll, I'll take anything, you know, where we're getting into that time frame, folks, where, yep. you know, the toys are all about to come out in the next month. Yep. You know, Triple uh, Force Friday is the first like Friday of October. Like it's super early. So yeah, I mean, it's just a little over a month away. Um, man, that's exciting. It's uh, yeah, it's exciting. We'll be we're back gonna... then and then. 
one more month and the Mandalorian starts and you get that new video game. Oh, and then Rise of Skywalker. Wow. I mean, I'm not going to complain that it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. I mean, it's never been a bad time to be a Star Wars fan. <laughs> no, no. But you know, there's a lot of cool stuff coming down this year. The yeah. end of this year, beginning of next. And I'm all here for it. Yeah. I'm on board. Yes. All right. Anything else we got to say about this? No, we will be back next week with our next journey to Rise of Skywalker episode where we'll look at A New Hope as a thematic part of our ongoing saga. Um, Yes. And I'm looking forward to that. Very excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So that'll be out next week. Yeah. You've probably, you've had a lot of time in the Wampus Lair. It's time to let people thaw thaw out a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Ourselves included. We'll do that next week. We'll we'll be back with that. You know, we just kind of had to to push that off because of all the you know exciting stuff that came out this weekend. So, yeah. um, but we'll do that, and we'll figure you know, we'll we'll make sure that we get all of the movies looked at before we hit Rise of Skywalker. Don't worry, folks. Um, but uh, Carl, if people want to weigh in on anything we talked about today or anything else uh, that they're thinking about Star Wars wise, where can they get in touch with us? Uh, we are active, of course, on Twitter at Wampus Lair. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at Wampus Lair Podcast. Uh, and you can always email us at Wampus Lair Podcast at gmail.com. And where might folks find the She Beast of Vindication? <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter at Pohot Dameron. <laughs> and don't forget, folks, next week's matchup will be Darth Sidious versus Mother Towson. We'll finally get that out next week. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned for that. Um, that's all I got. Anything else? No, that was fun. I I want more. I want more. (laughs) I want more as well. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Wampus Lair podcast. Our second episode this week has been episode number 347, The Rise of Skywalker D23. For Carl and Katie, I'm Jason, and we will see you next time here in the Wampus Lair. Mm -hmm.